Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. This is a crazy story. Do you know this is not normal? Yeah, I no, mean, I don't want to, I mean, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I mean, this is like a, an it's not un, normal mode. It's an uncommon <laughs> thing to happen if we're playing a game of street fighter 2 turbo this would be of the hard mode like if you were like what would you what did you do in this situation i've never been anywhere close to this situation i have no idea i've been playing street fighter 2 on regular mode yeah you understand so when i hear this i'm like these are combinations that i could not possibly fathom or understand i did play expert mode on guitar hero so i'm pretty tight Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. The, the, this is Steve Green. And you are watching the best podcast on the planet. Just take our word for it and rate us right now. All right. Today, we are going to answer some of the questions that you have sent to us. Um, I almost said selected and then I forgot what I well, was saying. Well, that would have been stupid, so don't, don't say that. You didn't select them. I selected them. You sent them. And I selected them, and we're going to answer them. Again, we are not experts anywhere, shape, or form, but we do like to share our experiences with you, and hopefully you can relate. And we can be gone after through the legal system. I just want to let you know about well. that disclaimer so that you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. We It's open season on us and through the legal system, though. No, no. Oh, no? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Don't no. Tell, no, no. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, thanks. First question. <laughs> All right. Hi, guys. I would really appreciate your opinion and advice. My ex and I are still sleeping together and talking constantly. We were together for three years, and I've never felt so comfortable and at home than with him, which is hard for me because I'm an extremely shy person, but he made it easy. He did cheat on me, and that was an arrow I could never pull out. We also have broken up and gotten back together before. As much as I love him, I don't know if I want to end it or try it again i mean can i just stop halfway and say end it um <laughs> do we keep getting back together because it's so easy and comfortable or because it's meant to be i'm terrified of losing him because he's my best friend and my only friends are his friends that i'd lose without him i'm so incredibly close to his family too i'm terrified that i'll be alone and not find better which is ridiculous because i'm 20 and have so many years to explore love but i can't shake that thought i don't want to lose someone i'm so incredibly close to and i keep telling myself that we can fix it i'm also from a very small town and i'm not ready to move out yet so my options of other men are extremely limited how 
do I meet new people, keeping in mind I'm shy, and how can I move on from someone that meant everything, or could it be fixed? Much love, Chloe. Chloe, you should call your and boyfriend. That shit. You should call your boyfriend Felicia because it's time to say bye. It's not even her boyfriend; it's her ex. You should say bye. Say call bye. your ex Felicia, and then he's like, "What are you talking? What are you? Why did you call me Felicia?" And you're like, "Cause I say bye." And then he's like, "Are you from 2014?" And then you're like, "Well, no." <laughs> Yeah, great. Yeah. That was a good rebuttal. Thank you. Sick burn to him. Thank you. But um, on um, a real value note, yourself, chick. Value yourself. You not don't think about all the dating pool around you and like how little it is. Value yourself. This guy sees you as somebody he can walk on. He can cheat on. He doesn't care. Okay, if you I, value yourself uh, higher, and he and he, then he can't get away with shit like that. That's easy to say. But also, I just want you to know that that's this is like a really common problem. Like this is a really, really common thought to be like, oh, no, what if I never find anyone better? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't live your life out of fear. Like you, That's like a, a lack mentality that that you're never going to you're going to die alone. You're never going to find love. So like you got to hang on to this person that you don't really get along with. <laughs> I will say, though, if you are listening to this podcast, perhaps in storage and it is during the apocalypse, you should absolutely live your life in fear. You should be very careful. Whatever's going on around you can kill you. It's pretty cool that like Spotify or Google Play or whatever still plays no. podcast during the apocalypse. No, no, no. They downloaded it. Oh, they downloaded it. Storage. Of course you did. The first week that the first day that the podcast launched, you doubt you it's, downloaded right. it. So right. So if you found this via archive, I yeah. just want to cover all our bases here, especially legally. All right. If you found this via archive, it is very dangerous out there in the wastelands. Yeah, but Chloe, this is like um a slam dunk, like leave your ex like leave like no it, it's not gonna work out it's again. not just a slam dunk it's like you can you break in the backboard it's shattering everywhere yeah you know what i mean um but yeah we i mean we've had friends that are uh in their 30s that are still with that mentality of mm-hmm. like you know if i'm in my 30s um i can't restart my yeah, shit if i restart then i'm i mean and then they're so tied into his friends and all this stuff but you know what end of the day even if you're in your 30s, you have so much life left to live. You're going to spend forever with this person that, you know, you don't get along with and that, that cheats on you or Even whatever. Even if you're in your 40s. Yeah. Dude, value yourself, bro. Yeah. It's just not it's just not worth it. And it's not going to help you grow as a person. So I say end it. Boom. Next question. Nice. Please help. I suck so much. <laughs> That's the title. I like this person. <laughs> Hi, guys. I cannot tell you how comforting it is to hear your voices. Oh. Is this comforting? Oh, wow. I'm very Is comforted comforting now. To you? Yes. You both have a no frills, everything will be okay tone of voice. Support both of you highly and think you guys have something special to offer in this world. Oh my God, thank you. My question is about my relationship and what I can do to gain my boyfriend's trust back. Long story, I'm so sorry, but backstory, he was in an open marriage that invo- that he involved me in. I dumped them both two different times because I didn't want to be a homewrecker and if I was honest with myself, I was only hooking up with her to be with him. I felt a special connection with him and I knew that wasn't okay so I tried to end our relationship. To my surprise, they ended up getting divorced and there was a physical and mental abuse that led to the end of that marriage. Since I had known the male counterpart longer and had an actual friendship with him, I was on his side and he lived with me during the transitional phase of getting divorced. Fun fact, my best friend was also living with me in the middle of her divorce. They They ended up moving into a house together with my sibling. Um, I sort of forced them both to have sex, best friend and current boyfriend, because I wanted them both to move on. Is this a creative writing thing? Right. Honestly, I don't care about what happened under my roof because it was under my control, but I later found out from my best friend that it happened three more times when they were living together. 
They stopped and it bothered me for almost a year until I told myself that I needed to stop thinking about it because it was very obvious that this boy was obsessed with me. He only did that stuff and other girls because I didn't want to be a rebound and I literally asked him to do those things. It's not his fault that I was wanting him to say no to it's, it's not his fault that I was wanting him to say no to people. He couldn't have known that, and I shouldn't have played games. There, here's the I'm a shitty person part. It has taken me about a year to realize that he isn't asking to control me or stifle me. He just wants to trust me. I've put myself in the unsavory positions at, that have led to people kissing me, lips and cheek, hugging me, playing with my hair, etc. The reasons for why I thought this was socially acceptable is, is varied, but it was only recently I realized that I had been letting these people touch me in uncomfortable ways because they bought me shots, did the same thing to every young girl, or because they acted like it was normal. At the beginning of our relationship, I thought he was trying to control me, so I let these things happen. Now we're a year and two months in, and I have told all the same people to back off because I finally get that he wanted to be the only one who touches me. Fair. Completely fair. And I realized it took me too long to realize. Unfortunately, I think it took me too long to realize my actions were hurting him and I do not have his trust anymore. He doesn't care that I see his point of view now. He doesn't believe me when I say I haven't touched anyone since I realized what an idiot I was. If you guys put yourself in his shoes, what would you want from me? I can do anything. I can grovel or I can keep making consistent progress and be a more considerate person or both. It just makes me lose hope when he says he doesn't trust me because I don't know any relationship that functions without trust. Whenever I ask him what he needs, he says, I'm just looking for an easy way out. Or he says, I'm just looking for an easy way out. But I really want to know how to minimize the insecurities. I want to marry this guy, but we still need to work through a lot of things. I hate that I hurt him so irreparably that I'm having to reach out for help, but I don't know what else to do. Please help me. He's the best thing to ever happen to me. And I love the brains out of him. I don't want to lose him for my own stupidity. Thank you guys in advance. I love you, but what's the trailer to your fucking email? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, she did say, my God. sorry, this is a long story. That's okay. We she like you. She did say you're, sorry. You're fine. There was a lot. That was. I, I will look, give it look, to you. That's that, a lot. I, that was like a season of Breaking Bad in plot lines, man. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. So basically, the, the summation of the question, it seems, is she allowed people to touch her inappropriately while she was with her guy. Yeah. But he, uh, and he's weirded out by that now. But he's had sex with her best friend because she encouraged it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, crisscross. There's a lot of shit in this. Yeah, this is a crazy story. Do you know this is not normal? Yeah, I no, mean, I don't want to. I mean, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but I mean, this is like a an it's not un, normal mode. It's an uncommon <laughs> thing to happen. If we we're playing a game of Street Fighter Two Turbo, this would be. Of the hard mode. Like if you were like, what would you what did you do in this situation? I've never been anywhere close I'm, to this situation. I have no idea. I've been playing Street Fighter 2 on regular mode. Yeah. You understand? So when I hear this, I'm like, these are combinations that I could not possibly fathom or understand. I did play expert mode on Guitar Hero, so I'm pretty tight. And I got to say, too, I'll be very honest right now. I'm a button masher, so I don't. I do things that don't, <laughs> I don't quite know what's going on. That's for sure. You know what I mean? Fuck. Yeah, so I, I'm just Sometimes mashing I buttons. Sometimes stri- I call him out on like, he'll just like guess at things and I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. Or- <laughs> do you want to know my, do you want to know? I'll actually tell you right now. All right. Do you want to know my secret to Mario Party when we play that Tetris game? Yes. Okay. So I just fucking keep pushing down on the down sticks the entire time. I have no idea what's what? going on. And it just works out. That's what they call me what? the miracle man. I swear to God, that's why. What the hell? I win every time. Don't I, I win every time? You now. Don't I win every time? You do. And, and you think that like I'm jigsawing it in my yeah. head or something? No, I'm no, no, like, no. what the hell? He no, can't, no, no, no. This dude can't even fit things in the trunk of our car. Can't fit two suitcases <laughs> I'm button mashing. In, the, in the trunk of the car. I have no idea what is going on. And so, Chick, when I hear your story... I got nothing for you. I mean, seriously, you know a guy that puts in trunks, uh, puts in the suitcases diagonally in the trunk of the car. Like, what the fuck guy does that? Well, no, I, 
Excuse me. They're I, all diagonal and like he does not give a fuck. When you say I put it in diagonal, what does that mean? Like you'll put like a, a suit one suitcase down and then the other one like diagonally across no, it. Like Nikki, the worst possible way you could put suitcases in a trunk is the way that you put it in the trunk. We only have to put two suitcases in the trunk so it doesn't exactly matter. <laughs> no. This is it's like, not like we're packing a ton of shit in there. I was exaggerating. two suitcases I was in the trunk. exaggerating with the two suitcases. If we have like five things to put in the trunk, you will well, put it in. Well, it's different. I'll pack like, it, it doesn't fit. I'm I'll like, pack it let me do it. Let I'll, me do it. No. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> Anyway, if uh, it wasn't your birthday eve right now, I'd be so pissed at you it's right not now. My birthday eve. It's your birthday eve. Not when this episode comes well, out. It doesn't matter. But right now, in our real lives, it's our, your birthday eve, and so I'm trying to be respectful. Thanks. What'd you get me for my birthday eve? Uh, I have a surprise uh, coming later. Cool, um, girl with this problem. Uh, this uh, you started an open marriage, like all this. <clears throat> wait, is this a boyfriend from the open marriage? I, I don't know, man. I, this is so complicated. I want to help you, and also I can't get get your life together. Yeah, just please. fucking get it together. Please. Thank you. Okay, step one: cancel the current life. Yes. Step two: start it over from scratch, yes. normal, Walk like normal away. style. Maybe take a tutorial and first. just take a deep breath. Like take go easy mode. Maybe go outside your house right now and take a deep breath, and then go back in and be like, "Yo, I need a clean slate." I wonder, like, some people are addicted to like drama and like you know toxic things you know yeah true and recently i got to experience some drama and i'm like damn i know why this is addicting now because i was like whoa my adrenaline is pumping so hard that i've never felt anything like this would you like to talk about what that drama is no i don't want to talk about it it. but um it's interpersonal drama that i'm like holy shit this is crazy pretty crazy i'm a no i'm a non-drama person i like to uh i'm an actor and i like to keep the the drama like in projects or whatever but not like real life as a writer i recently pitched your drama to a friend of mine yeah. and he found it incredible oh, and tight. he said i should be writing all this shit down because it's that good it's at least as good enough for like a lifetime i think so yeah for sure anyway um yeah so i don't really have anything other than like start over um you really nice <laughs> <laughs> well how's you getting, how are you gonna gain this guy's trust back it's so complicated that like yeah it's tough he, you just have to be like yo i really love you a lot i don't want to let you go but it's one yeah. of those things where it's like if you love something let it go and if it comes back type of thing because he needs to trust you uh in order to make it work i have You're an right. idea what why don't you just read him your email that you just sent us because you basically say everything that you want to say. And yeah. you even say that you want to grovel, you want to throw yourself at his feet, all this stuff, and that you love him so much. Just read him this thing. Yeah. Just say, That's my plan. How do I start over clean slate? Um, because I am aware of what I've did and I'm sorry. And then you can show him this podcast and then maybe he's like, Okay, yeah, I'm I'm down. Like I'll 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 take the I'll take a swing. Yeah. But uh good luck. Yeah. Um We're pulling I love for you. you. Thank you for listening. And yeah. Also, I hope, hopefully our voices are still calm. Yeah. Uh, next question. <laughs> Am I settling? Relationship question. Hello, Nikki and Steve. Hello. I would like to stay anonymous. All right. So I've been following you guys and really admire your relationship and how you've been helping others with theirs as well. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's, um, her, it's her birthday eve, by the way. It is my birthday eve. So what'd you get me? Anyways, I'll try to keep it short if I can. I'm currently Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm currently 24 and have been with my boyfriend for four years now, and he's my first boyfriend. People would never guess we would end up together because our personalities are so different, but we actually have a lot of things in common. We complement each other well, have the same values in life. My concern is I don't know if I'm settling. Nikki has said in the past that she thought settling was something you had to do until she met Steve. 
Steve, and I don't know if I'm currently in the pre-Steve phase or if I'm just overthinking, worrying over nothing since he's my first boyfriend and I'm inexperienced. He's someone so sure of our relationship and our future together. We laugh so much together. He gives me a new perspective on life. He was able to help me open up like no one else could. He always supports me with zero judgment. He was patient with me and put up with a lot of unreasonable things uh, to be with me. I come from a family with restricted parents, but of course there's always a but. I am someone who loves to talk about philosophy, psychology, dig deep and theorize, but he's someone who is more simple and realistic and has a hard time going in in on those things. Instead, he talks about practical things like what happened during his day. Also, he takes debate as fighting, which I try to explain to him is not. He's also not very romantic, but sort of, for lack of a better word, a dude, unaware and forgetful, like really forgetful. We've talked and worked on our relationship a lot this past year. Like we've greatly improved our communication skill and it's been great, but I feel like he can't really change those other things even if he tried. So it's just a matter of me coming to terms with it. He is someone who's always willing to try and change to be better and to make me happy, although weirdly enough, he's never had any complaints or tried to change anything about me. Is it bad that I'm always trying to change him? He's a great guy, but I'm a little unsure. Is it crazy to be with your first boyfriend forever and not experience anything else? I love him a lot, but am I settling or just overthinking? Sincerely, Worried Wart. Wow. Yeah. She said a lot of really nice things about this guy. Uh, yeah, but they were all like on paper things like we've talked about before. Right. Like he supported me. He ma- he opened me up. Okay, these are all great. And these are things that are awesome f- for your growth as a person. But I think deep down, like um, if you love certain things, like you love digging in deep on philosophy yeah, and yeah, psychology yeah. and your partner is just kind of like mad about it. Either you find some uh, like outlet for that, like you join a class or you uh, you're in a group of people that get to talk about that regularly. And so that fulfills that part of your life. Um, And then you can have a relationship be separate or yeah, like maybe maybe that is settling. I don't know. Okay, I have a lot of friends who I have a lot of friends. First of all, that's all I want to say. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Uh, No. um, A lot of friends of mine. Don't feel as comfortable hanging out just alone together as they do hanging out in a group. Mm-hmm. They don't look forward to hanging out with their significant other uh, just one-on-one. So I like to say, imagine yourself on a sunset wine tour cruise thing. You know where they do those things where it's like three hours and you're just going yeah. around the harbor? Yeah. Are you excited to be there with that person? Right. Or are you kind of bored out of your mind? Exactly. So think, picture yourself th- like right now on that cruise with them. Is it fun? Is are it you going to have fun? Yeah. Uh, oh, and now picture yourself doing that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. It is. That's all I'm saying. And and if you are excited, then that then that's great. That's a great sign because I would say just follow like what ex- like is feels good inside. You know, regardless of what's on paper or whatever, what feels good to you inside. Um, she did say we laugh so much together, and he gives me new perspective on life. So, I mean, it seems like if he gives you a new perspective on life, that's kind of philosophy. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a deeper of. conversation. I mean, um, I will say philosophy is very boring. So he has some good taste. Well, no, philosophy can be like our philosophies on life. Like it doesn't have to be like. Uh, ph- historical philosophy, like oh, what did Plato about, say? Like French philosophers or something. Oh, I think I took it as because um, she said psychology and philosophy. I took it as like, what are your philosophies on life? Like that kind of. Thing. I see. I, that's okay. how I took okay. it. Okay. Maybe it is fr- French philosophy. I thought she was talking about French philosophy. But um, to me, if someone's giving you a new perspective on life, that is philosophy. Um, and uh, I agree. You laugh together. You're a- he's able to open you up. How does he get you to open up? Probably 
that's probably some psychological stuff. Like, I don't know. I think there's stuff in there, so you may be overthinking. I'd have to know really your entire situation. You might not be correctly categorizing things, like how you tried to say that um, he doesn't like French philosophy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think he's. I don't think she said that. I think you said that. I think it's pretty clear. So, yeah. I, I mean, good luck to you on you know your very boring uh, interests. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if she ever was interested in French philosophers. I just don't get it, frankly. It's not for me. I know you read that one article uh, on French philosophers. That was, I got bored during it, and you got really bored, got and bored. it, it kind of traumatized you. Yeah. But not everybody. Um, not everybody is referring to that when they talk about. We're going to do a ban too. You can't talk about French philosophy when you email right. us. We're Thank banning you. it. We're banning it. We're banning it. Thank you. I don't think she ever mentioned it, but Thank you very much. but we're the, banning it from. <laughs> Uh, so, like, end end of this, what would you what would you tell her? I think that maybe um, just go with the flow. It's your first boyfriend. Um, if he still excites you right now, go with the flow. And if a year from now it doesn't excite you, then yeah, you are settling. I got a plan for you. What? Take him on a sunset cruise. <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes, man. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Three hour tour. I mean, honestly, that's when I realized I was settling because I would go out to get drinks with my ex-boyfriend and even though I loved him on paper like everything was like yeah he's been supportive and all this stuff um when we sat and talked together we had nothing to talk about I fucking dread it dude I used to uh with an ex-girlfriend of mine I would take a deep breath before I walked in the apartment <laughs> like come on dude That's if you crazy. have to do that it's work in there man okay yeah. it is work in there and also another thing I would Oh, God, I try to do this thing where it's like, okay, she wants to watch a thing on Netflix that I do not want to watch. But you know what? I was like, hey, how about we treat our relationship like whatever you were going to watch if I wasn't here, you go ahead and watch it. And she started watching fucking Skins. That's terrible. That is a fucking terrible show. It was either Skins or Degrassi. All right. Just terrible shit. Let's move away from this question. at 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 least it's better than French philosophy, though. I say you're a little bit overthinking. Okay, um, take it easy. If he's giving you life, then he's giving you life, and um, it's not the end of the relationship yet. Okay. Skins is an emo show where they think they're being deep, where they're not really being that deep. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, Thank next you. question. Thank you. How do I maintain friendships? Hey, Steve and Nikki, I found you guys on JK News, and I'm an avid listener to shit they don't tell you since the first episode. What? what? Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Um, I would like to remain anonymous since I have a very Chinese name and that not many people have, so there's no way of hiding it if I what? use my name here. Okay. Dude, Chinese names are the most common on earth. So I am... No, I think it's uh, Middle Eastern names like Mohammed. Oh, uh, I got it. But so I am 18, female, and I live in Malaysia. Malaysian, uh, should they don't tell you listeners, represent. What, what? What, what? Uh, I just started living, or I just started my uni life as a foundation student, something you take before university. And I moved three and a half hours away from my hometown, and your podcasts are often what I listen to when I'm cycling to school. Hell yeah. Pedal was, faster, pedal faster. I was always better in first meetings since I like to take initiative to talk to people, but maintaining friendship has always seemed hard for me. I would... Describe myself as an extroverted introvert. Uh, me too. I hate going outside and talking to people, but when I do, I often become the person who strikes up or continues conversation. I feel like that's because I can't really handle silence. Being the classic Gemini that I am, often I would be very talkative and enthusiastic with first meetings, but I start getting in my own head too much. I inevitably become the one who doesn't come out of come out that much i had made a group of close friends in my first sem- semester i'm currently in my second semester and i'm starting to feel the same pressure as i would when I, when talking to my friends at home i can feel they talk freely when i meet people for the first time since they don't have any preconceived notions about me whereas with friends or people i've talked to i often feel they start to get tired of me slash think i'm annoying dumb or generally anything bad i started avoiding meetups and dinners because one i hated going out to meet people in the first place and two if i go there i would likely mess up something that will make me be hated more Recently, with the stress of studying, I feel like I'm starting to close up even more. I just go into a rut from uh, going from school to home and vice versa every day, especially if I got lower grades than my friends since they might think I'm too dumb. I what? Ha- Nobody yeah. thinks that, yeah, man. No You're thinks- fine. Nobody thinks that. I have to take a majority of my classes alone for the next few semesters, and I feel like if I continue this, my friendships I've worked so hard to attain will fizzle out altogether. I really want to get myself out of this funk and enjoy socializing with friends instead of thinking of it as a chore. Next year, I'll be moving uh, up to get a degree in computer science, and I have to repeat the whole friend-making process again. So I better sort my shit out now, right? So with all that being said, any advice on maintaining friendships for the long run? Hope that wasn't too long. I drafted this a million times already. Good <laughs> Thanks job. for overstating. This is a good length. Thanks again for reading this. Also, Franklin and Joe are adorable. Keep up the amazing work. Love your fave Malaysian listener. Those are our cats for those of you who are new. Oh, yeah. For those of you not following That's on right. me on Instagram stories. Okay, my man, anonymous man. It's a girl. Anonymous she said anon- She said 18-year-old female. I should have known she did say cyclist. She said 18-year-old female also. Okay, I should have known. These are details that are that allude to female. Yes. Yes. Um, I thought that they call themselves cyclettes. No. Okay. Uh, so basically the main thing is that you're, you're one of those, you're overthinking a lot of things. I think a lot of people who listen to the show do that. <laughs> You know, I think I should answer this question because Please. this actually sounds a lot like me. Okay. Um, and especially me in my earlier years, you know, in school where it's like, well, I'm okay talking to people at school, but then outside of school or if we don't have classes together anymore, I don't really have any friends. Right. You know, and um, also I totally get the whole thing of 
I'm so outgoing and really like good at striking up conversations and talking if the people don't know who I am. Uh-huh. Um, because they, it's like I get to start over new. Like it's like clean slate. They don't even know any of my history, or like they have no judgments about me already. So I get to like make a whole new first impression. With, with people that know me, like yeah, I, I like would think they start getting annoyed with me. And sometimes I'm annoying. Like I have like a days where I'm just hyper and jacked on life, and I just get annoying. And I'm and I know that about myself. But it used to really hurt me because. I'd lose friendships that way. And so I would get paranoid. Yeah. Like in when, after losing friendships in junior high because of that. Being annoying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Like where I thought like my friends were my friends and then turns out they don't like me because um, I'm annoying. Got it. <laughs> I like got like really kind of traumatized from mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. every time I get close to someone, I'd be scared that they were going to just stop being my friend. I see. Um, for being annoying. And so, yeah, it was, I, it was a lot easier to just like to make to like make first impressions but not like continue friendships got it um also i'm a gemini rising i know you mentioned being a gemini so um so um what the hell does that mean yeah it's like you're very aware of like you're very like in conscious about how people see you um that's like one of the traits yeah got it yeah well anyway um so you're in school i can't relate because i had i had a lot of friends and it's easy for me to make friends Right, right i heard about that yeah you also have a trophy as uh, the master of Sassines. I did win that. Yeah. Uh, in the entire state of California, I was the only person who won the master of Sassines. But, um, but Nikki, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So um, you have friends from your classes. You only see them uh, every now and then because you're you're like it's almost like you're scared of losing them. It sounds like. For sure. Yeah. Um, and and you're being careful around them. Yeah, and which you're makes you weirder. You're only good at you feel like you're only good at being friends if it's the first time meeting someone, but not like maintaining those friendships. Right. Um. So I would say you know like friendships take work. They're like relationships. A lot of people don't don't think of them as relationships until like you know later. I don't know why that is. Like you know when you're in high school and you're like, well, this is a relationship. Like you only think boyfriend and girlfriend's relationship. No, for sure. Yeah, friendships are friendships are kind of automatic in high school because you see each other every single yeah. day in the same place. At the same time. And that's how she is right now in right. Uh, university. Right. Or the pre-university program or exactly. whatever. Um, but yeah, you if you really like somebody, if you're like, wow, we really gel, we really connect. And maybe it could be that you're just being friends by default and not because you really connect with people. But when you meet people that you really connect with and you share like the same views and you like, you know, light each other up. And by the way, you could tell it's the same kind of thing as the last question where like when you're with them alone, picture being on a sunset cruise with them. Hell yeah. Are you having a blast or are you kind of like there's awkward silence all the time? Or are you like she's going to have another mimosa? And you said you're scared of silence. So your friends like all are, should be perfectly chill with silence. Like Yeah, for sure, man. No, this is something that's been going on lately too uh, in my family circle, it's all I'll say. Uh, and basically... There's a thing where some people just can't handle just not talking. And no, it's not you, Nate, okay? Uh, <laughs> Nate's actually really Nate's fine with silence. I'm he's great. A pro. I love hanging out with Nate. Me too. He's a pro. I so, don't but feel just like in I case, because I know all. he's listening, so he's, you know, it's not Nate. Okay. Point being, they, I, we're, I was just trying to fucking chill, okay? I was just trying to chill at a place, okay? And a family member just would not stop just pointing at different things across the street, going, like, look at that blue house. I wonder who lives there. Why would you make a house blue? I'm like, dude, am I hanging out with Jerry Seinfeld right now? And by the way, I got no hate, no hate to Jerry Seinfeld. I know he's listening. But but you know what I'm saying? I c- it's not Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. It wasn't Jerry Seinfeld. It's not you. It's not you, Jerry. Okay, but but yeah, it's like, look at that paddleboard right there. Like, 
oh man, it looks like hard work. And I'm like, I'm just trying to lay here and close my freaking eyes. I'm not going to acknowledge everything you're saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. It's just people can't handle, some people cannot handle quiet. Right. When you're around someone well, else. Well, that's that's what she is. That's her right. problem right now. But it's okay. And so it, it's, okay. it's, I know, but it's because they're not comfortable with the relationship. Yeah. You know, sure. they're still, it's almost like you're trying too hard. Exactly. So you're like trying that. too hard to um, keep the friends that that's what's making you annoying. It's like when you're with a girl and she texts you, I love 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 you. And you're like, no, I fucking get it, lady. Okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah. It's Jesus. like, I yeah, I loved you before you were telling me that. It's you're almost smothering like smothering me. It's, it's, uh, Almost like what is that called? Like an oxymoron. Like yes. the the more that you try to be the thing that you want, the less that you're. The more distant you become to it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I would say work on being comfortable with yourself. You know, like knowing the type of person you are, and like you kind of got some foundation already. You know, you're an extroverted introvert. Like you have self awareness. You know, you know what you are, um, and just find people that are okay. 100% okay with you like so you don't feel the need to like fill that silence because you know that your friend accepts you and ask yourself if you're really being yourself that's something that I don't think a lot of people do am I being myself right now because if because give yourself some credit like am I being myself means like is, is this how I would be right now yeah and anywhere that, and that's exhausting too if you start a friendship as like a, an extroverted persona that you yeah. think people like it's exhausting for you. No wonder you don't want to go out all the time because you think you're going to have to keep up this exhausting personality that's not really you. You're going to start doing speed, dude. But if you just start off the relationship as just like completely yourself, that sets the expectation for what type of friend you are. And maybe, oh, you're not charming the pants off of everybody, but the people that stick around that become your friend actually like you. And you don't have to pretend anymore. I was on JK News like two weeks ago and I was on with... Uh, perhaps you've heard of Mia Khalifa. Perhaps you have not heard. Oh, of I Mia, love Mia. Khalifa. Yeah, and shout she, out to Mia. Whoop, whoop. She, she was telling me she's like, um, once before we were on camera, I was just sort of chilling because I had been there for fucking ten hours already, um, which I love. But it's just you know it's a lot of work to be on camera for ten hours already. Okay, mm -hmm. so once we started like filming, I started to animate and like engage in all kinds of shit. But yeah. before that, I was kind of just like yeah. just chilling. I was like not on, as they say, right? For sure. And both me not being on and me being on are me. Yeah. I treat them the same way. Mm -hmm. But if you're too much one way or too much the other way, you're not being your authentic self. It's true. So just try to be as authentic as you can wherever you are. Yeah. And find people that like that or that get it. They like get you. Yeah. And then they they're and then you're fine. Because she then, was like, "Whoa, you're like a you're like a sleeper cell. Like I didn't expect you to be like this. Like you, yeah. you, you 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 like you're like a spy." And I and I was like, "Well, it's just you know I'm just it, I I try to meet the occasion, right? Mm -hmm. If the occasion is we're altering on a camera and we all we all got to like engage and be funny right now, yeah, I'll try to meet the occasion. If the occasion is we're all chilling right now because like." Um, my friend had a rough day and we're all like trying to support her somewhere. Yeah. I'm not going to like just be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I heard you're having a tough time. Eh? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just annoying. Match the room. Match the room. Yeah. Um, and then just remember like when you're giving a first impression, when we were talking about it being like a relationship, that's like a first date, right? You wouldn't want to go on a first date and this guy's like, oh, the, you found the perfect guy, but then you found out that he's not that. He was just putting on a show for the first date. Like just, exactly. yeah, when you know who you are and just are that, then people get to decide if they 
want a relationship and with you. And you can't do much about it after that. Yeah, you At really least can. you were yourself. Yeah. And that's the lesson I think I learned the hard way. So that's some shit they don't tell you. Hell yeah, it is. Mm. And also, you can now take a break from cycling faster. Thank you for yeah. listening. No, don't take a break. Listen to this app, please. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, are you listening to Shit They Don't Tell You? Because if not, how are you listening to this ad about Shit They Don't Tell You? because they can't turn it off. They don't know how to they turn, don't know it how to turn it off. Well, that's pretty convenient for They're us. Throwing their phone on the ground right now. Once you can to figure it, it out, could you please rate us and subscribe and like um, tell us that we're beautiful? Listen, we, we want it. We need the validation. We, but mostly we need the ratings because I mean that's basically how the world is. is that's run, how my we continue to make more and more and more of this content, this glorious content that you love so much. If you like the show, support the show. And if you don't like the show, support the show. And it's for free. The, the stars are for free. Yeah, you give, them, you give them away for free. It's not like if you give five stars, you pay more money. They should have charged for every single star. I would have made so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it just made a killing. And we're back. And I think this is fun already from the first line. I'm having fun. Okay. My boyfriend sometimes thinks my dad checks me out or gets mad when I work out at home, even if the door is closed and I'm super <laughs> careful. I know for a fact my dad isn't a creep, dad, or a creep at all. I don't feel weird, but the things my boyfriend says when I do things makes me feel weird about my dad. He also does the pettiest stuff when I do something that's literally not bad. Just because he doesn't like it, he does something to make me feel bad. I don't know what example to give exactly, but I do something that like a normal girl would do, and he thinks I'm doing something wrong. He also always assumes I'm looking at a freaking guy, even though I'm not looking in the direction he thinks I am. So to be petty... He'll he'll go and watch vids on Insta with girls or girl voices. That's not bad, but he purposely does this because he thinks it'll make me feel bad. I only this guy's get, a bitch. Yeah, I only get mad at the fact that he's trying to make me feel bad. Those are the main and recent problems we've been having lately. What are your guys' opinions? Are you looking at that guy right now, Nikki? Please Nikki, are you looking at that guy right now? Through the glass? Are you looking at that no, guy? No, I'm not even looking in the glass direction. Okay, well, all right. Well, you look like you're looking at him. Also, I don't care that you're looking at a picture of Mia Khalifa on your phone. Yeah, I am. I don't care. Yeah. Well, because I'm she's on her Instagram cool. right now. She's, she's cool. fucking great. I yeah. love her. Yeah. So what do you think of that? It's great. Are you feel jealous at all? Well, now I feel mad that you're making me try. You're trying to make me feel bad. I'm just scrolling through all our pics right now. Also, why do you think my dad wants to fuck me? I think that your dad definitely <laughs> says some things that make me uncomfortable. Dude, this guy's crazy. He's weird. Okay. Is this possessive? Cut um, this is, it's weird. He's, it's very immature. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm saying. Are you guys 14? Are you at Disneyland right now? Like, what, what, what is this relationship? What is this? Yeah. What I are we get, doing? You shouldn't work out uh, when your dad's home because he's probably checking you out. Why are you wearing yoga pants and doing downward dog around your dad? And you're like, I'm in my room with the door open doing door my yoga. Closed. Well, whatever. Yeah, whatever. 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 Your dad isn't trying to fuck you unless you tell us that your dad's trying to fuck you. My dad's not trying to swoop in on you, dude. Like, right. What the fuck? Like, one day this guy thinks he's going to get broken up with like, hey, I know we've had a good time, but like, my dad's just really hot. Yeah, you should be like- Like, my dad's just like, really listen, hot. I'll be honest with you. Like, I could be so lucky. I wish my dad, but he just, doesn't see, he just ignores me. Like, <laughs> he ignores all my everything I do. Yeah, that's who is, weird, dude. Who is this clown? It's weird. 
Get out of there. We hate him. Thank you for this email, though. This was really fun. Yeah, this was a fun email. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect length. Really nicely done. Very succinct. Yeah, I don't see the draw for this guy. No, man. Like, nothing. I don't think he could do anything. Even if he was the funniest guy on earth, I don't think anything he could do would, would like, make up for that. He's so bitch m- bitch mode yeah. that it's, there, it's irreconcilable what, is your dad? Okay, let's say you get married and your dad walks you down the aisle. Is he going to be like, He's hey, like, what, the what the fuck, the fuck bro? are you doing, bro? <laughs> Bro, 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 that's, that's my, my chick. That's my girl. That's my chick, bro. <laughs> Why are we on the same page? That's great. It's fucking stupid. It's great. All right. Yeah. Well, those are our opinions just straight up, to, right. right off the bat. Does he see pictures with you and your dad? And he's like, what the fuck are you? What, what is all this? What, what is all this nice shit? Nice pictures with your ex, man. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Like, I'm your guy now. Don't you understand that? <laughs> so stupid. All right. Hi, Nikki and Steve. Please keep us anonymous. Us. Ooh. Oh. My hubby and I have been married for almost 20 years and together for 22 years. We're in our early 40s. Wow. Congratulations. Okay. We are our first and only sex partners. Our sex life is fine slash good enough. We've been considering going to a sex club ever since Should They Don't Tell You number 56 with Gina Darling. Shout out to Gina. What, what? Shout out. We're not looking for swinging partners. We just want to spice things up. Do you see any potential downsides to this? Though you two have only been married for a few years, how do you keep sex interesting? Would you two ever go check out a sex club? Sincerely, let's spice it up. P.S. Yes, we watch porn, but it doesn't excite us as it, as it used to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see any downsides. Mm-hmm. As long as you both are agreeing to do this as like a new, like, adventurous thing. You yeah, know, like, you're going to check something out together. Um, both of you are into it. Then You're both communicating about it. How cool is that? Absolutely. I think that would be great for you guys. And you both agreeing like, hey, we're both not looking to swing. We're right. both just going to see, see what it's about. Maybe like voyeurism it could be a cool thing for us. Yeah. Um, also, I th- have you tried choking him? I know he chokes you, but have you tried choking him? <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit of fair play. She didn't say that. Did she? Didn't she say she chokes him? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She said she's into French philosophers, though, so that's... See, why... why that, maybe why, just stop we, that for your We have life. a ban in place. Yeah. Please respect ban. the ban. Please, Please respect the ban. Do not read French philosophy during bed, during your sex life. Um, yeah, I, I don't... I mean, we've would we, only... Would we go to a sex club is, I think, a pretty good question. Well, here's the thing. Like, yes. Really? I would go to one with you. I wouldn't do really? anything there. Yeah, sure. All right. Oh, I... I uh, you're witnessing the first time we've ever discussed this. I would be totally open. I'm open, yeah. But I always thought that Steve wouldn't be. Oh no, I don't. I'm not looking to fuck you in front of a bunch of people or whatever. No, no, no. But even just going. No, I'm pretty. To me, it's like we're going to a party and the theme is sex. Okay. You know what I mean? Because last night we went to a haunted house where there were naked people. Yes. And I wasn't sure if you were weirded out or not. Really? Yeah. How square do you think I am? I don't know, kind of square. I guess you won't even have sex with me in a public restroom, even if it's like I will. Even if it's, it's like super a private stinky stall, one. It, yeah, it has to be the cleanest. You, you, like, look, you wanted to do bathroom. it in the stinkiest bathroom of all time because it's hot. I it's could like, smell it from the hallway. Okay, you're the one saying you like trashy girls, and then when I'm trashy, you're like, ew. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah, that's the no, trashiest shit. No, what, picture, that's pretty trashy, me. right? Picture this: you're a trashy girl. Literally in a room with shit, and you're like, "I'm trashy girl." And I'm like, "No, no, no, that's not trashy girl." There to me. wasn't shit in there. It, there, it smelled like I'm, it. Oh, I couldn't smell. I was drunk as hell. Exactly. <laughs> I wasn't. But that's what I want. I was like so drunk and being bad and taking advantage of. See, I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's just the 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 exact location was poor poor. Yeah, but I want to feel dirty. I know. I'll make you feel dirty, plenty dirty. All right, in the ritzy bath, ritzy public. We'll bathroom. do it in Nordstrom's bathroom, <laughs> yeah. which I have shouted out many times. In yeah. fact. 
This, they got those this, floor to ceiling doors for the stalls. This episode partially brought to you by Nordstrom's bathrooms. It's, come, come get them. Come use them. You know, because they we keep them spick and span. That's Nordstrom's bathrooms. Thank one, you. One of my mom's biggest feet, uh, biggest pet peeves is that people put an S on Nordstrom. It's just Nordstrom. Yeah, but I do it to fuck with people. Oh, and you yeah, should yeah. know that. By okay, now. okay. I don't know. I don't know that. So, uh, yes, okay. you do. <laughs> anyway, um, we have only been married a few years, like you said, and you guys have been married for much longer. So I hope that you take. Uh, this is just like coming from our just first opinions. Yes. Um, I think that communication with sex is like the number one thing. So if you guys are both down, I mean, we already show. we've gone to strip clubs together. What do you think of that? Oh, we're spicy. You know what I'm saying? So Steve's on a square, okay? Whatever you guys just are so thinking. So you guys know. We've been to strip clubs together, okay? So, what are you guys gonna do about that shit? <laughs> I don't know. Cause they're like, yeah, strip clubs are definitely the same thing as watching two people have sex. You're just okay, seeing a it's lot. Different. Yeah, I, you, I you see a lot of tits. It. I don't see, see any a dick in a strip club. Well, we don't, we're not going to those. Yeah. What the dick clubs? We're not going to, the, to anything that has dicks. In but it. but yeah, yeah the sw- the, what do you think's at a sex club? Stupid. I was thinking we're going to an all girl sex club. Oh, I see. No, see, this is why communication is important. I'm not a square, by the way. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys do spice it up. Um, what have we done to uh, spice our stuff? They said, uh, "What have you? What have you guys done to keep sex interesting?" Um, it hasn't ever dulled down for us yet. Yeah. Um, I enjoy. It very I guess much. we're lucky right now. Um, if it ever did dull down, I will keep you posted. There's also a layer to sex with me and Nikki that. I very much enjoy, and that is that I love this woman so much. And uh, that's true, but they could love each other a lot. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about that. Yeah. That to me is so prevalent during it. Yeah, that it's always that it like, takes over. Yeah, I don't know. Like you yeah. get those butterfly feelings. I do. Yeah, very much. So. <laughs> yeah. What a square. That's not square. That's fucking. That's fucking badass <laughs> I'm shit. Just kidding. That's I feel badass the same shit. way. I feel the same way. We just know what each other likes right now, and yeah. and we keep hitting the same button, and it's it keeps working. So. It's dude, you know? this chick is so fucking hot to me, man. I can't even tell you guys, man. Aww. Like in every way. I just can't even tell you. All right. And you know what? And lately too, Nikki's been going through some dramas and I love her even more now. It's crazy how many layers I can stack on this fucking thing. Wait, guy. Just saying. Next question. Right. Jeez. Can I do a soliloquy real you quick? You already got me. All right. Alright, next question. Okay, hi Nikki and Steve. Even though I want to introduce myself to you guys, I would like to keep myself anonymous if you decide to put this on the podcast. I love watching you guys on JK News and I learn a lot about relationship advice on your podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Love for both of you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. So my question is, how can I open myself up more emotionally in the context of dating? When it comes to making friendships, whether it comes to socializing or being in the workplace or even at school, I can talk openly about anything. When it comes to dating, however, I sometimes experience a lot of doubt of whether the guy I'm interested in even likes me as a person. I've had a pretty fucked up dating past of guys who were emotionally abusive or only wanted me out of their own convenience and not feeling valued and appreciated. Despite my adversities, it's been it's taught me what not to look for in a relationship, and now I have a solid idea of what I want in a long-term relationship, and I've been going to therapy the past few months for coping with anxiety. I've been trying to get back on track with my fitness journey for the past couple of months, and I'm proud of my results while working on myself. I ended up having a crush on this guy who I met at the gym. He works there. Aside from trying to get to know him as a person, I've also become pretty good friends with his homeboys, and through a few conversations from them, I found out that me, plus my crush, have similar interests and values. Even though he's not my personal trainer, I see why he works with clients. He's 
I see the way he works with clients. He's always smiling. He's patient, supportive, and understanding. I struggle sometimes to initiate conversations post-workout because there's other people who talks to who have been at the gym longer than me, and I don't want to interrupt and be rude. When I do get the opportunity, I get all choked up sometimes, and I just end up making an excuse like, I need to do my homework or study or something to leave. Uh, I get upset at myself for not being courageous enough to initiate a longer conversation, and sometimes I have that fear of getting shut down if I open myself up to him, even though I know he's not a douchebag. I think that fear stems from past experiences of being mistreated and never wanting to repeat that cycle ever again. How do I not let this fear get to me? So this is her boyfriend? No, no, no. This is a crush that she has at the this gym is a crush. Right, right. that she's struggling to even initiate yeah, conversations with. Yeah, And this is kind of like the opposite of the other question. Like This person totally comfortable with friendships and socializing and all that stuff but but the, with guys that she yeah like. yeah 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 fascinating um so you're just getting in your head yeah and uh and that yeah that could stem from um your past relationships obviously that plays a huge part just know that this isn't a big problem it's not it's a problem that a lot of people have yeah and it's like it's like we all want to be liked right and especially if you already like somebody of course you want to be liked like that's that's so normal Okay, and so the more that you you're thinking about how much you like this person, how much you want them to like you back, the more you're getting in your own head, and then you don't you don't remember how to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, you're making it like this big moment that you kind of look forward to all day, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, it and it doesn't need up. to be that. Yeah. It doesn't need to be that. It's just like, hey, how you been? What's going on with you? Like uh, all this, you know, the small talk. How small talk kind of snowballs sometimes. We all yeah. kind of hate small talk, but sometimes it helps you snowball a conversation. Yeah, I would just start with that and just. Maybe let him try to steer the conversation. Yeah, and at least gives you the it gives him the idea that you're interested. Exactly. Right. When someone's constantly trying to start a conversation with me, um, if I was like, you know, at a gym or single or whatever, like there's a certain vibe that's yeah. like, Oh, I think this person might be interested in yeah. me. So you can kind of give him that vibe and like that kind of tests the waters. Um, another thing you can try to do is I don't know like how you are at jokes, but like, yeah. you know, you could make a joke about something that happened and then it kind of starts the conversation. Another thing you do to let him know that you're interested in him, which I think is very helpful for a lot of women out there, is put your whole fist in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, while you, while you stare at it's him. It's memorable, for sure. <laughs> he's he's going to know. For sure, for sure. Without a um, question. Maybe I, I would reserve that one, maybe. I think that's a pretty good opener. Um, Maybe try some other ones first. Some Just of put these your other whole stressors. hand in your mouth. Maybe, the, maybe not that one. Okay. Well, try Nikki's way first, and then you can try yeah, mine. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but get out of your head. Um, think about the subjects you said that you guys have in common, and then just be like, "Oh my god, I saw you like working with that person. They looked so excited, and that, that was that was really cool." I like, what are your training schedule? What's your training schedule like? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, you, that kind of thing. I mean, dude, how does fucking Kate Beckinsale do it, or like, uh, like any of these chicks do it in the movies? It's always that what Nikki just did. It's yeah. that like, hey, so like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. oh, I'm, an, I'm nuts. I'm a mess. Even that little like, <laughs> oops, like that kind of thing. It's like kind of vulnerable. It's, it's endearing. Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. It's <clears throat> that humility. You know, it makes people uh, relate to you. It's okay yeah. to stumble on your words in front of your crush because it's kind of cute. And it also shows that you're, you have a crush on it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if I'm nervous... Oh, Steve was so nervous the first date we were oh, on. Oh, boy, here we go. Oh, my God. Go. It was so cute. Okay, not the first date we were on, especially. He was nervous there, too, but... You weren't nervous? Okay, wait, wait, wait. You Can weren't I, nervous, Wait, let, wait don't okay. interrupt me. So, okay, I need to tell... I need okay, to set the stage. Okay, I need to set the stage. So, uh, no, of course I was. I was so... Butterflies, I was so giddy. I had thought about you for, like, 
three months. And I was like, this is a moment. That's, That's crazy. I'd like manifested this. Anyway, uh, I was way cooler about it though. Like way Clearly. more calm on the surface. Okay, so he asked me out on a date to the movies. And then the day we were supposed to go on a date, he goes, oops, I double booked myself. Can you do tomorrow instead of tonight? And I'm like, okay, no problem. I had to see Birdemic too. Right, 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 whatever. But he didn't tell me, you didn't tell me. With Michael. Stop, you're ruining it. Sorry. Okay, so he didn't tell me what he double booked himself on. He just said he double booked himself. So I was like, whatever, cool. Uh, tomorrow night works for me. And uh, my friend Jason Horton happened to be doing a video with me. And he's like, well, I got an extra ticket to this Birdemic premiere. Do you want to go? And so I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I just had a date cancel on me. So <laughs> I'll go. Guess what? It was the fucking place that Steve canceled on me for. Hi. So we were all at this premiere, yeah. knowing, and he just canceled on me. And then he's at this premiere with me now. And um, we end up, you know, like, oh my God, whoa, this is the thing you canceled. Oh, oh my God, how weird. That's yeah. crazy. And so we all not sit an together. Insult. No, not an insult at all. I didn't take it that way. But I was like, that's crazy. And so we sit together. He is so fucking nervous during this whole movie. Bullshit, this, man. Like, he's like rubbing his pants because his palms are sweaty. And he's like, he's so cute. This is slander. Like, okay. Because normal Steve Green, the Steve Green that I knew, was like joking. He's light. He's like whatever. And he was so stiff and so like this. And we kept like whispering to each other during the movie like, oh, this part's blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what we said. But it was just like, oh, he's into me. And it made me feel like he was into me. It didn't matter what he said. It didn't matter. I don't even remember what he said. But he, the fact that he was so nervous and then he offered to drive me home after, I was like, this dude's into me. So it's cute is what I'm saying. Like, did I drive you home after? You did. I, I know I did. I just wanted to point that yeah, out. Yeah, you gave me a ride home because I think uh, I had driven with Horton there and then you drove me home. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, see you tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. Isn't that fucking cute? So like- <laughs> And Pandemic 2 was tight too. Yeah, it was. I'll never forget the speech the cat told uh, before. He's like, Grommet's Chinese theater. This just does not happen. This does not happen. <laughs> what a gift for to, from America to me. Because he's this Asian guy. Yeah. Uh, and he directed this really shitty movie. And he basically paid to be in the Grommet's Chinese theater to premiere his movie. Yeah. So he basically paid for something. And then he treated it like it was a huge honor yeah, that, that they, they threw, for, they threw yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Guy's a legend. That's why uh, it's kind of a debate what our, what our first date was. Because it's like, well, technically, we went on a date right before our first date. True. And we sat next to each other. Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah. And he and, brought me home. And we like made little comments to each other. How do you not talk during that movie? But he didn't pay for any food or drinks. So we don't count it as a date. We didn't eat anything. I know. Yeah. Wait, you want to count that as our first date and ruin that our first I would not day like story? That. No, okay, no, no. so there. So anyway, what we're trying to say is it's okay if you stumble or you're nervous in front of your crush because I thought you were gonna say Alvarado Street. Yeah, Alvarado on our first first date. Yeah, because I got lost. Well, well yeah, I was so nervous. but I thought that well, you were way more nervous during that birdemic. That's for sure. <laughs> I think that almost cleared the air for the first date. I see. Like, I think you would have been way more nervous had it we not gone. Well, to so yeah, going from that to our first date, I got fucking lost. Yeah. Trying to go to Burbank, by the way, and I, go, yeah. I end up by Alvarado Street. If you're an LA person, you know that's nuts. That's the opposite direction. So, yeah. It's like perpendicular, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Real smooth. I cut smooth. Yeah, he cut as real everyone smooth. Knows. Uh, so, but it was endearing. I really liked it. That's I, why they the call more, me the Iceman. The more nervous he was, the cuter I thought he was. I just thought he was fucking adorable. See, so use that, okay? Yeah. It works sometimes. And that's why they call me the Iceman, because I'm, I'm, I'm ice cold. Mm -hmm. No one calls you that. Okay. Kids. 
Hi, Nikki and Steve. I was introduced to you guys through JK, and I love both of your personalities. Oh, my God. Thank you. My boyfriend watches you, too. Ha, ha. We are a bit stuck because he doesn't want kids in the future, and I think I do. Ooh. Mind you, I'm only 23, and he's 25. We've tried ending things, but we keep coming back to each other because we love each other. Cute. It's hard because every aspect of the relationship is great, and we are each other's best friends. We've talked about compromising. We've tried to, talking to other people, but it's not the same. What would you do in this situation? It feels like a rare connection, and he's now been talking more openly about having one kid in the future. He used to be very against it. Nice. Thanks, guys. Love you. Okay, uh, so when I was a kid, my mom told me that we could have a dog as long as I took care of it and I did everything. I think if you have a kid and you're like, listen, I'll take care of it, I'll do everything, <laughs> you don't even have to do anything. I think that that's a pretty good deal. I thought you were going to give real advice. I think that's a good deal. Yeah. I think that is real advice. I think nobody's ever done that before, and I mm -hmm. think that someone that you should be the first to try it. I'll take care of him. He won't even know you're the father. He won't even know. And like, yeah, we'll live together, but like he won't even. <laughs> but he'll it's follow a, me. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll change every diaper. I'll do everything. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. I think you guys are super young, okay? Like super young. Um, the... The guy, the your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, or I don't know if you got back together or not. Um, like you, keep, you keep getting back together, right? Uh, because, yeah, I think he loves you and then that scares him that you're talking about kids and, like, you guys aren't married yet. Um, it's He's very young, you know. It, like, you, you haven't got, he hasn't gotten his life figured out probably. I yeah. mean, you haven't told me what he does for a living, but I'm going to assume he's not, like, uh, a, a court lawyer or like or some sort of doctor or something like that so um i found with guys especially um and women too but i found more so with guys in my circle of friends that they were more scared to settle down or commit to having a family or anything like that or even having those discussions until they felt that they were very financially secure yes and because they kind of feel like they want to be able to provide you know that's like a Kind of a biological thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's also very learned in our society. It makes them feel like a little bitch if they can't provide for you. And so, like, when you talk about kids, it's already, like, he's already maybe stressing about how he needs to build financial security for himself and you first. And now you're talking about a kid. And that's just really overwhelming. So I'm not... I'm kind of projecting a little bit, but this is just an, an educated guess on why... He's always been very against it, and now he's kind of coming around to it right. because you guys have talked about it so much, and he really does love you. Like you, it sounds like you guys do probably have a real connection. If this is the only thing that is breaking you up, also though, I will say, if you out of nowhere, Nikki Lima mm. Green, mm -hmm. if you told me I don't want kids, I wouldn't have kids. But it sounds like this was the stance from the beginning for him. Yeah, true, true. So yeah, he's evolving his position. Yeah. To, maybe he loves you that much because I love Nikki enough where I'd be like, yeah, no kids, I don't care. Yeah. Only because I have so many nieces and nephews now that when I'm over there, it's just like fucking, oh God, it's just, <laughs> it's munchkin land in there, man. It's crazy. And all the kids shows playing at the same time on different devices and they're all yelling and somebody screams out of nowhere and somebody breaks a glass and it's just nuts. Yeah. We like the idea of kids. Yes, we love But we're it. also like totally romantic people and I, th I think we romanticize the idea yeah, of exactly. a family it's working against us i'm scared same <laughs> my body tricks me too much into thinking that like it's a logical choice right but then my brain is like wait are you sure dude like dude then we hang with some of our friends and i'm like why did they do this to themselves yeah yeah, and then like they are all like brainwashed, like they're they're like zombies. They're like in a cult. They're like in an abusive they relationship. Are in a cult, yeah, where they're like, 
you don't understand what it's like during those moments when they're nice to me. They all say the same shit. (laughs) Yeah. It changes your life. Yeah, it's work and you don't sleep and it sucks. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. There's these really tiny moments, really minuscule moments that like make up for everything. Sometimes you just look at them and you're like, wow. And maybe we'll get it when we're parents, but man, like on the outside. I'm I'm like, like, you know what I'll do when if I need to look at something and go, wow, I'll go to a fucking dolphin show. Because those are sick. That's mean. They keep those dolphins in captivity. I'll watch a video of a dolphin show from nah. before. Watch a video of dolphins in the wild. We're getting way off track. But, but they got to be doing tricks, though. Sure. Dolphin tricks in the wild. But by choice. True. I want them to have choice. For personal enjoyment. Yeah, okay. exactly. That's all I'm trying to say. All right, cool. We've got to a compromise. Um, but yeah, so I think he's evolving for you because like, I, I, maybe it isn't the, maybe it isn't the kids. Maybe he's not, maybe it's not such a strong stance, you know, because he's now talking about possibly having one kid. So I would take that as there being some compromise and leeway. Right Hell now. yeah. So He went yeah. from zero to one. And That's if you, sick. And if you guys are best friends and everything else is awesome, like I don't think... I think just work on it. I think that's something that you guys can work on. It's moving in a progressive way right now in your direction. So congrats. Take him to a dolphin show and tell him you're pregnant. And you'll get a double wow. Take him on a sunset cruise. Have oh, there a, you go. Have a blast. There you go. And then watch some dolphins while you're on that cruise. There you go. All right. And that is the end of the episode today. Thank you guys so much for your questions. We have so many more questions. If you would like to send us a question, email us, podcast at Nikki.Limo. And don't forget to address us as Nikki and the Iceman. And don't forget to compliment us a lot. That helps. We really like it when you compliment us. Yeah. We really need it. You can just call me Iceman too. It doesn't have to be the Iceman. I don't get the Iceman thing. Well, I'm really smooth. Oh, you, ice is smooth? Ice is cold and uh, ice is smooth But why would you want to cool. be cold? Ice is smooth and cool, baby. Cool. Oh, cool. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's what they call me. They call me nice. All right, I get it. Mm-hmm. I'll accept. Um, also, rate us on iTunes. That'd be awesome. Final thoughts, Steve? Yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing. Oh, God. When <laughs> you look at a block of ice, mm-hmm. it's cold, right? Uh-huh. But it's also kind of cool. I don't, I don't look at a block of ice very often. I'm going to come back to this. All right. My final thought, I thought you were going to say... No more French philosophy, everybody. Yeah, it's banned. Let's just ban that. It's been okay? banned. We're sick of talking about it. We're not going to do it anymore. So, see you next time. We love you. Subscribe. Bye. Good luck out there. Keep your heads up, kids. All my love and Have God bless. Have fun at that sex show. Let us know how it goes. Please keep us updated. Yes, actually, I actually email yeah, us please back. Email us, please. That married couple, please. Thank you. We want to know. Good, Thanks. Good Goodbye. Night. Good night. Good day. Good morning. Good day, Good Gotham. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.